I don't know what I got. A million dollars. I wish. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> really... That's the most I've that ever was... seen Justin laugh. <laughs> <laughs> His laugh is the best. <laughs> Another week. Oh, Another sorry, everybody. Diss on me. We're having a good time here. Um, Are so we going to leave that in there? Yeah. Wow. Since we're making fun of Chris, can we just start with that one yes. topic? Yeah. Well, Chris. We're throwing you a bone here because we said we were done talking about stars born, but we're going to talk about <laughs> stars born for just a second. <laughs> just a second. Okay. Just a second. Because there's some movie news uh, surrounding stars born, and that is that uh, you're going to have to go see it in theaters again. <laughs> again. For a week. <laughs> because they're uh, re releasing it, a special stars born re release with 12, 12. We've established 12. Yes. We had to look this up. Yeah. Because apparently I wrote it down wrong. 12 extra minutes of footage. And. An extra song or two? Yeah, no, one extra, one song. extra song. And they actually s- showed a clip of this on Kimmel last night. It's like, it was okay. It's the um, the movie poster, you know, where they're she's like, laying, oh yeah, she's yeah. laying on the stage. Okay, or, I know. No, I they're always... like not. They're like leaning into each other. Oh sure. Like I always thought it was it. weird that they never showed that. Yeah, that's yeah. not in the movie because it was a it was a deleted scene. Okay. So now that's the scene in. The movie. I don't understand what they're doing because I wonder. Was this a whole ploy because they were hoping that they would win the Academy Award for Best Picture That's and then people think. would get in the, back in the theaters? Because I have a huge problem with the upcharged on the Blu-ray sales because it yeah. was only it was like twenty six, twenty seven bucks, which yeah. is pretty high for a Blu-ray. Like even a new Blu-ray, I think they usually like come in at like twenty two ninety nine or something like that. Uh, so I have a huge problem with the fact that they gave you a Blu-ray that doesn't that has like music videos. And I don't even think it has deleted scenes. And then yet they're going to yeah. save it for theaters. So then what are they going to do with this edition? Are they going right. to re-release it I on Blu-ray? Know. Like that's I'm stupid. almost surprised they didn't re-release it like in the heat of Oscar season, to be honest. Right, right. I know. It's just, just like such a strange people. time. It's weird. Yes, it's very weird to me. I, I think it is definitely a... Because most movies that get re-released are winners mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It seems weird that they're doing it when they didn't win anything. Right, like, except for song. I actually thought that when I saw mm-hmm. it being re- I'm like, but they didn't win anything. Yeah. So why are they re-releasing this? And It'd be different if like, I read that they were going to expand Green Book or even yeah. Roma. Right. Like if they were putting Roma in some theaters mm-hmm. so you could see it in theaters instead of Netflix or something. Kind, but, of, kind of different, but I mean... I just... I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Do people really care that much about certain movies? Like, I'm the type, if I own it, and if it's out on Blu-ray to own, oh. then are you really going to go back in Not. theaters for something that recent? No. Like, I understand classic no. movies when they re-release them, but I wouldn't go see that No, yeah, because I, like, I went and saw... Ghostbusters when somebody had it in a theater and Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. But I would not... No, not something that recent. No. I, I didn't no. even think of something I liked that much, I e- guess. Even if there's another... Because, I mean, I'm sure it'll be released and you'll hear the song. Right, like, yeah. I'm sure... Like, what's the point? Right. So you're not going to go see it in theaters, no. I guess, is what we're getting at. No. Thanks for responding And I've been really... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been really disappointed with their whole 
team of marketing and mm-hmm. how they're releasing the movie. And then I pop in the Blu-ray uh, and they have the most ghetto menu ever on a Blu-ray. And it's like they clearly didn't spend any time on uh-huh. the Blu-ray, but they're going to charge you a lot for it. And then they, uh, when I got the Target Special Edition with the 20 minutes of extra features, which was the how they made the concert scenes, it's on a DVD disc. So thanks for that. Thanks what, for the what, low quality. What should it have been on? A oh, Blu-ray. It's not a Blu-ray. Yeah, it's, it's it. a Blu-ray. The Blu-ray has the movie on it, which is it's a terrible menu, like the one of the worst I've ever seen. It's just yeah. like really ghetto. And then uh, they give you, they're like, oh yeah, with this special Target edition, and it comes on a DVD. Huh. I'm like, that's stupid. I know we've talked about this before, but I really do miss like the 40 minute making of features that they used yeah. to have. Yeah. Like I would just sit and watch, it, and then they'd have like all the extra deleted scenes on there. So it makes me sad that they don't do that. I know I've mentioned this before uh, when we talked about special features, but Prometheus, I got that was $29.99 when it came out. I got the special edition that came with it was eight hour documentary and it was in parts and was about everything like how they made it. And I'm like, I wish that movie studios actually cared that much because Mm -hmm. I would invest I would invest thirty bucks. I'd invest forty dollars to see a Star Is Born, an eight-hour feature on how they. I don't know it's if just, I, I would not. I, no, I know you would. <laughs> I would but like I just it think would it's be like one with sure. like a lot of either CGI or like really cool effects mm-hmm. or like makeup yeah. and costumes. Like I would like a Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I, that, I would those, be interested in those Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lady Gaga, like we said, was on Kimmel last night, and she talked about the chemistry she had with Bradley Cooper. She did what and she, she say. basically said, shut the F up. Like yeah. I'm an artist. We wanted we you saw what we wanted you to see, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. She's like, because Jimmy Kimmel was like, a lot of people were saying that, like, oh, we're looking at like two people in love. And mm-hmm. um she basically said, No, we like rehearsed oh, like tons and tons, and like the whole thing was Bradley's vision and like down to the lighting and the way that it was shot. And she's like, We rehearsed it over and over again. She's like, So if you saw two people in love, good, fooled you. Like mm-hmm. this is what this is what I'm an artist. Like this, yeah. this I guess I I'm a know. good actress. So. It could also but, sound like something somebody would say if they're in love yeah. with a dude who I has know. A, yeah. We're gonna keep going on this conspiracy theory. That I would love for together. that to happen. I think for, everybody for, oh, would. You, oh, you would love for him I don't to, like leave, break to, up. to, to I don't, leave the mother of his child? Yeah, so okay, can, that sounds bad when you put it that way. <laughs> but I, I don't want any family to be split up because of it, which I guess that technically would happen. But I think that a lot of people think that they're really cute together. They can just be good friends. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Men can be friends with they, women. They can be well, yeah. friends who love each other and respect each other. They don't yeah. have to be dating. There's no romance. Yeah, it's a bad romance. It's a bad Ra, romance. Roma ma. Okay. Gaga. Ooh la la. I get it. It's their song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we done talking? You know what she just did. You know what she just did on Kimmel. She what? put on quite the po- 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 poker face. Her poker face. She put on a <laughs> poker face. I get it. Okay. Cool. No laughs. I'm not reacting. <laughs> Sarah says a herpes joke and then it gets I'm a laugh not, out of you. I'm cool. not reacting. <laughs> she said you're I'm purposely not reacting. Uh, <laughs> Can we say herpes on this I don't know. I, I guess. Know. We've said it a few times now. It's yeah. <laughs> just today. Okay. So we're putting this to bed. No more stars born. But not Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. They're not going to bed. That's right. Mm, good, with one. good one, Chris. They good are, job. They're platonic <laughs> friends. Um, I watched the Dark Phoenix trailer. Did oh, anybody yeah, else? I totally yes. did. 
and I felt very. I don't meh. know what I saw, but I don't I really know what meh. I saw either. I felt very meh. I, I don't really like it. I don't really care for it, but I feel like I'm really behind. I f- I thought I had seen all the X Men new ones. But Wasn't the newest I the Oscar Isaac it? one yeah, where he's purple? Apocalypse. What? He's blue. Oh. <laughs> what? But some of the lighting makes him purple. Yeah. Wait, what? Oscar Isaac was in X Men Apocalypse. Oh, did I see that? And one? I was really excited, but then I heard it. I saw no. part okay, of it. It's not stupid. So the first one. I'm trying to remember what all these movies. First were. class. No, there was that was the start was of X Men, X Men Two. Wait, you're not talking about like the one, the early ones, right? Yes. No, I don't want to talk about those. Oh, so X Men first, first class, class was like the first. Okay. New. Days Days of Future Past. What happened in that one? Days of Future Past was the one where they go back in time, where Wolverine uh-huh. goes back in time, and he meets up with the first the group from First Class, and uh, they Peter change. Dinklage was in that. Yeah, and they change the future. Okay, I don't think I saw that. Really? That's my favorite That was a one. good one. Yeah, what was the one where one. January Jones was in it? That's first class. Oh, I saw With that With Kevin one. Bacon. With Kevin Bacon. That was a good one, too. I don't remember Wolverine being in that one. And you no, know who's Wolverine in just has a cameo in first class. Okay. He says the F word. And then in the, in the Days of Future Past. At the Past, end, right? No, it's when they're on the Damn hunt it. for... Uh, they're like on their hunt for mutants. They go to a bar and there's Wolverine. Okay. Oh, okay. That's first class. January Jones was in the second one with Kevin Bacon. No, no, in for, first class. Yeah. With what? Kevin first Bacon. one. First class. What's the second one? The second one is Days of Future Past, where uh, in the future with like uh, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, they send Wolverine back in time to stop Mystique from killing Peter Dinklage. I didn't see that one. That one's so yeah, good. good. I love that one. That's probably my favorite of the X-Men movies. Okay, what's one after that? Apocalypse, or apocalypse. Something? with a blue Oscar. What Isaac. happened in that one? That's the one where Oscar Isaac is apocalypse and he's going to cause the apocalypse. Okay. And that's where Xavier James McAvoy finally goes bald. Um, uh, how did he go bald? Because uh, Oscar Isaac is trying to transfer his consciousness into Xavier's body so he could have. Okay, maybe telepathy. I didn't see that one either. I swear I'd seen more than one. I'm very confused. You know who's like, in all of those, those new Well, you've seen the Deadpool ones. And yeah. You saw Logan, right? Yes. So maybe you're just maybe you're including those in your brain. I guess. So I I've missed the other two Jennifer Lawrence X Men ones, is what we're telling. Yes. You. Which Apocalypse is not great. I thought I saw that, but it's okay. I don't remember I Oscar Isaac being blue. Okay, so yeah. I, I'm very behind, which is probably yes. why I'm very confused watching the Dark Phoenix trailer. Looks like it's going to be bad. It's also been delayed a lot. Like it was supposed to come out last summer, and then last November, mm-hmm. and then February, and then now right. June. Why are they delaying it oh, so much? It's not a good uh, reshoots. Sign. There were a lot of reshoots. Okay. And who directed it? Do you know? Simon Kinberg, who has been writing all the X Men movies lately. Okay. And yeah. And uh, I mean, some people are theorizing it was delayed because of the Disney Fox merger. You know, maybe they're trying to do something with it. But because it takes place in the 90s, this one does. I don't really know. Was they Sophie Turner it. in the other ones? Yeah, she was in Apocalypse. Was Storm in the other ones? Yes, she was in Apocalypse. So okay, so I haven't seen Apocalypse or the other. Why ones. her? That's what I don't understand. It why was, who? Why Phoenix character? Oh, oh she's character? like one of the most powerful mutants. Yeah, but why are that they... is one of the most famous X Men stories okay. in history. Okay. Yes. Well, and they also kind of did that in the earlier X Men. They did that in X Men last She stand, turned into the Phoenix, and it was terrible. Yes. Yeah, it was bad. And this was supposed to be like their redo, like they were gonna fix. They were going to do it. They were supposed to do it better, but it does. It looks to me like a darker 
version of X-Men Last Stand. Like, it just still doesn't look that great, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. personally. There's a couple of cool moments in the trailer, but I still just think it looks very mad. I just always never really liked Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique. No, and they... And I don't like Nicholas Holt as the Beast. No, mm-hmm. I don't like that Nicholas Holt looks like Nicholas Holt and doesn't just look like the Beast the whole time. Mm-hmm. My problem with this new series of X-Men is, is specifically, and I like Nicholas Holt a lot, and I think he is fine as the Beast, but he and Jennifer Lawrence hate the makeup and stuff so much that the, they write in reasons for them to not be in the makeup. Mm. And it's kind of annoying. Um, also, they make Mystique way too important mm-hmm. in these movies. Man, I liked Heidi Klum as because it's played by Jennifer Lawrence. Because it's Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Yeah. Like she wasn't famous yet when she did First Class, but then she got super famous. So they made her really important in Future Past, and then made her even more important in Apocalypse. Yeah, well, Michael, and now she's a good guy, and Mystique is not a good guy. Well, sorry, or lady, she's a bad lady. She's she's a villain. Well, Michael Fassbender is really famous, and he's not shown. I feel like as much anymore. Right? Don't they make um, Tin Person? What's his name? Magneto. Yeah. (laughs) He's 10. I don't know. They make him a good guy, too. Sort of. At the end of Apocalypse, actually. Spoilers. Sorry. Okay, wait. No, I don't see it. Oh, okay. They he he always goes back and forth. Yeah, that's what I'm always confused about. It seems like it's the same it's story. They they over treat him like a Loki thing, where it's like, right. oh, he's kind of good, don't but know he's bad he yeah. because he's such good friends with Professor exactly. X. Yeah, which that relationship yeah. is fine. Mm-hmm. I like that in those movies, and I like those actors together. Truthfully, I like the cast. I just don't think the movie looks that great, mm-hmm. and I don't. Although it looks like they're killing Mystique, and that's fine. I saw that. Um, I think the makeup looks really bad, to be honest. It looks weird. She looks closer to her comic book counterpart now, but it almost looks like it's not makeup. And there were some shots of Mystique in there that made me think that, they, that it was CGI mm-hmm. on her face. Mm-hmm. But again, I know she she always, it's all, her and the makeup has always been a thing, not liking the makeup. And I don't know how I feel about Sophie Turner. She wasn't that great in Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, I guess I need to check out two X-Men movies. Have yeah, because Future weekend. Past is good. Just marathon first class. Yeah. Actually, you gotta no, have, I need you gotta to rewatch it. Very, yeah. very I've seen first class. I just don't apparently remember it because I'm getting them all confused. Yeah. And I know Rose Byrne was in like one of those or at two least of two of them. And she was in Apocalypse. I swear I saw the second one. Okay, maybe I didn't. Anyways, so that's uh, that trailer's out. So go check that out. Yeah. Uh, Will Jessica Smith Chastain's is, in it. I want. Oh, I saw, it. and yeah. she looked weird too. I don't yeah. know. I'm just but it's not, cool to see her. It as a looks villain. like a bad trailer. Um, Will Smith is out of the new Suicide Squad because of scheduling yeah, conflict. That was so a that's not happening. Mm. So we don't know if Margot Ro- Robbie's going to be in it, or and Will Smith's definitely not going to be in it. So there's really t- the two big, like most likable characters. Yeah. So why are they still doing one? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I well, they're in this whole sort of, but not rebooting the franchise or whatever it's just going to be called the suicide squad yeah which is like you already released suicide squad well it's surprising mm-hmm. because suicide squad was really successful despite not being reviewed but then well. why t- five years later would you release the suicide right. squad it's like yeah, fast no, and the furious no and sense. the fast and the furious my my personal opinion is that because they got somebody like james gunn to do it maybe they just wanted to let him do what he wanted to do and maybe he just wanted to have like like a start from scratch situation, maybe. maybe. Like maybe he didn't want to have to rely on what was done in the first mm-hmm. one. I can't but stand that. I know. I hate where it's like, well, we're going to do this, but we're just not going to like, like acknowledge the storyline from the other movie. That like who's been. running like DC? I don't, I don't understand really. what's going on. Yeah, it's all weird. 
But I think it could mo- be good. I movie like James studios Gunn. just do not do a very good job protecting their franchises. And I think right. that's why like the DC ones are so bad is because, you know, like you end up getting, oh, a director for this and a different director for this uh-huh. and then different writers. And it's just like somebody needs to be in charge of just protecting the stories in mm-hmm. yeah. general and like being able to say, no, we're not going to just ignore this movie that mm-hmm. we made four uh-huh. years ago. We need to move on from it and well, that's use what it. Zack Snyder was sort of doing, but because people did disliked his his interpretation so much it sort of de- started deviating from that mm-hmm. and i i get that they're trying to the weird thing about it is that they're trying to reboot the whole universe but but still have aquaman and wonder woman going so that's weird to me mm-hmm. but yeah they already greenlit aquaman too so that's right. for sure happening yeah in four years or so three years yeah. almost four years mm-hmm. it's crazy um yeah i don't know it's weird uh, I'm still kind of looking forward to it because I think James Gunn will do something cool with it. But yeah, like I'm sure Will it'll Smith, be funny. Yeah, Will Smith and Harley Quinn were two of the highlights of Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. right. so. Weren't they the bit? Well, besides Jared Leto, which what's the latest on that? I don't it's think just, he's going to be involved. Okay, he's not going to be involved at all. No, and he's doing another super villain movie with Sony, uh, Morbius the Vampire, another Spider-Man villain who's getting a solo movie for whatever reason. So at this, he, so he's probably not. I would assume he's out as the Joker. So I, okay, I, I was going to say at this point it's just Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and that's that, those are like the rumors. I don't think that anything's been like. It's the same with like Henry Cavill. How there's just rumors that he's not going to come back, mm-hmm. but he, who knows? Didn't mm-hmm. he confirm that he wasn't Henry Cavill? Yeah, no. Oh, I thought that that was like that Instagram video that mm-hmm. said he was that he did that was kind of weird. That said no. he was like officially out of Spider Man, no, or Superman, no. Because okay. then he even came back and was like talking about working out with next to a Superman statue, and it's just nobody knows. It's so weird. confused. But they did. They confirmed the Ben Affleck part. Yeah. Do you, don't you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, that yeah. Really it was weird, super weird. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, nobody ever cleared it up. But we do know that Ben Affleck has confirmed he's not yes. Batman anymore. Okay. Yes. See, too many things to try to keep straight it, because they don't mean, have like, their yeah. ducks who's, in order. Who's protecting your like every right. you know like make sure you've got people like i mean how'd they get robert downey jr to play the same character for mm-hmm. 10 years you know right. it's like not Low like they money. had like 10 different iron men because yeah, sure. like, that's confusing and stupid yeah so yeah i don't know i don't like it i don't like <laughs> it um so will smith is out but rami malik may be in for the yeah. james bond movie what very interesting i didn't hear this you didn't hear this no he is oh, in man. talks to play the villain oh. and apparently the bond people are doing everything they can to make it work because he's a, he's going to be filming mr robots last season yeah um but they really 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 want oh my him, gosh so that'd be really cool isn't that cool it's also interesting because now granted we and we talked about this when we watched the oscars how he's like 37 or something mm-hmm. so he's a lot older than he looks but he still looks so young so to have him be a villain to daniel craig is gonna be interesting yeah yeah and uh uh carrie carrie fukajin yeah Fukunaga? i think Fukunaga. this is gonna be if that's true all three of those people yeah carrie's this, definitely doing be, yeah. he's already working yeah. on bond and we know daniel craig days. is in it too but mm-hmm. i think to have because that's my biggest thing was uh i think javier Bardem was such a great villain oh, in gosh. skyfall and then I was super excited when Christoph Waltz and it was signed on and it was a bummer and they like didn't show him that much. But then again, it was kind of the same formula Spectre as it was in Skyfall where you don't see Javier Bardem until like midway. I think it's like uh-huh. an hour or so into the movie, maybe yeah. an hour and 20 or an hour and 10 yeah, minutes. You go a while. Uh, but then in Spectre, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just wasn't really sold on the Christoph Waltz performance. But mm-hmm. now I'm, would be real. I, I mean, they're going to get a big name. They're not going to just yeah. be like 
throw away this franchise and be like, oh, we'll just give it to this random person. Uh-huh. So a person like Rami Malek, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Super. Can you tell I'm excited? Yeah. It's not like set in stone, but they're after him for yeah. mm-hmm. the villain for sure. I think he'd be good at it. The same way cool. I'm excited yeah. if Idris Elba would be the next James Bond. That would be cool. Yeah, and sure. There's always a possibility totally. that, that that could happen, I think. There's also rumors that uh, the guy who won the Golden Globe for the bodyguard. Richard Madden. Yes. Mm-hmm. Could be the next James yeah. Bond, which I could see that. I just feel like that's so much more of the same. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be going back to, like, your Pierce Brosnan. Like, yeah. I feel like Daniel Craig at least was, like, different enough, even though it was, like, still a white guy. Yeah. Like, he was... A different kind of white guy. He like brought the badass <laughs> back to James Bond because yeah. Pierce Bronson was more like suave, and I liked him until the movie started <laughs> being terrible. But I think that because I remember every I was in the same boat with everybody when Daniel Craig signed it on. They're like, "Who is this guy?" Uh-huh. And then I'm like, "Whoa, okay, he's like buff. He really did bring that badass element to Bond." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think Idris Elba would be a nice. I would love to see some you know, a different look. Yeah. that i think that'd be really cool yeah and uh and isn't james bond just like a not a real name anyways like i think it would make sense if somebody else just became james bond i don't think it has I, to be you know because well if they yeah i don't know how they would approach that maybe it's 008 because his agent name is 007 right so could he die and could he take over as 007 i don't know, I don't know. why would he even have to die why couldn't you just be james bond 007 i mean like yeah Pierce Brosnan, then they had yeah. Daniel Craig. Like, they're not the same That's people. True. That's right. true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, It's just a new trilogy or whatever the hell you want to call it. Same character. I was a Different little actor. bummed that Sam Raimi didn't get a chance to redeem himself for Spectre. Because Spectre wasn't, like, oh, awful. Sam, oh, Sam Mendes. Or Sam Mendes, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi. <laughs> Totally different movie. That'd be a weird spot. Uh, that would James be. Bond movie. <laughs> uh, but because I would have liked to have like a whole trilogy from one director. Sure. But I think that the way they're going this route is going to be good. Yeah. So. Cool. cool. Anyways. All right. Speaking of directors. <laughs> directors? Why speaking of directors? Because that's our main topic today. Our directors. Cool. We're going to be talking about our favorite directors. Yay. Yay. I have some. Okay. What like this was hard because <clears throat> I think if I had done a, spend a lot more time of it, then I would have had like categories like and mm-hmm. then I would have Absolutely. ranked them as in like like you get so many points for being original. You get uh-huh. so many points for having a certain style. You get mm-hmm. so many points for just like their voice or something. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, and I definitely did not approach it that way either. Having uh, consistency. Yeah. Because like going through this, I was like, oh, I really like this director. And then I would like go through their IMDb page and be like, I really haven't seen that many of this Uh director's movies. I just like two of them. Like, yeah. So I can't really call you my favorite director when I've only seen a few of what you've done. And they were really popular movies. And so you're not my favorite director. So I really tried to pick people who like I like mostly all of their bodies of work. Yeah, that's fair. Because I, I, did I didn't just want like, like three or four. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted to write Spielberg down, but I'm like, I only really like a handful of his movies and he's not very consistent. So we talked about mm-hmm. before. So like, yeah, can he be a, my favorite director if I don't really appreciate half of what he's done? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's tough because I don't think I have one favorite director. And if I and even the one that I would say is my favorite, like I don't necessarily like his movies more than other people's movies so it's strange 
But so I sort of I didn't really do a full categorization as much as I like. So I have directors that I sort of grew up with that were always influential. Mm-hmm. You know, so Spielberg was like mm-hmm. the embodiment of a, my of my childhood in a sense. You know, he did Hook and E. T. and Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and he also produced Men in Black and mm-hmm. all these other things. So, um, but I don't really like. I'm interested in Spielberg's movies, but I don't get excited if I hear that there's a new Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that excited as opposed to like Christopher Nolan is somebody who I think has a yeah. great track record of movies. And if he has something new, I'm excited. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I wrote down Spielberg just because like I respect him for his sure. style mm-hmm. because totally. like most of his movies have a kind of the same mm-hmm. tone and style to it. And I appreciate that. But. I, yeah, I can't call him one of my favorite directors. Well, I mean, I think, you know, Spielberg was one of those. He's arguably the greatest filmmaker of all time or, or at right. least one of the most influential mm-hmm. filmmakers. And and I totally agree with you, Justin, because he, as much as I like to knock <laughs> on him now, um, I think that he was a huge part of my childhood as yeah. well. And I w- always wanted to be Spielberg. Like, I sure. just assumed that I would be a director someday. And now I'm sitting here at this podcast <laughs> studio mm-hmm. with you guys. Plus, but, though, some of his movies that are the best are really, like, some of the best movies. Mm-hmm. Jaws, sure. and Indiana yeah. Jones, you know, and Jurassic Park. Like, mm-hmm. they are just some of the best movies, too. So yeah. he's always going to have that imprint. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, but I, I'm the same way, too, where I wrote down a couple of directors that um, I feel like now I get excited to see their name. Uh-huh. And I want to see what they're going to do next. But I, if it was Steven Spielberg now... Like, I wasn't excited for Ready Player One, and mm-hmm. I never saw mm-hmm. it. But I think the movies that he does now, it's like, okay, what am I going to get excited for? Another biopic that he does or <laughs> yeah. another, like, CGI mess? Uh-huh. I mean, so uh, people like Denae Villeneuve is someone that yeah. I really, like, kind of flock totally. to because yeah. I just love when you're talking uh, Prisoner. I never saw Enemy, though, um, which mm-hmm. is on Netflix with Jake Gyllenhaal. But then Prisoners, Sicario, um, I the new Blade Runner. The, I did not see the new Blade Runner. Right. But then there was a, another thing that he did in there, too, that I love a lot. Oh, Arrival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But then also people, Christopher Nolan, uh, and then I also wrote down David Fincher. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Fincher's going, see, I didn't write down Fincher or Villeneuve, but mm-hmm. they, but Villeneuve specifically would should and will would probably be on a top five, if I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and Fincher is great. Yeah. I put down, like, the ones that I'm like, Oh, thank God, this director's got a movie coming out this year that I get excited uh-huh. about. There's two of them. And the first one's Quentin Tarantino. Sure. Mm-hmm. And my second one is Wes Anderson. Nice. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Those are two, those are my top because I like pretty much everything that they've ever done. And I uh-huh. probably will like everything that they've ever done. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, especially like Quentin Tarantino. Like I love Pulp Fiction. And like the Kill Bill movies, I still watch very, yeah. very mm-hmm. regularly. Totally. Love the Kill Bill movies. Like, and he. And Wes Anderson, both that they just have yeah. such a specific, such a specific style. style. Yeah. Like yeah, that's absolutely. the thing. It's like I like everything that they do. Like D- Django Unchained was on TV when I was in the gym last night. Uh-huh. I was I, just oh like, my gosh! I caught myself I watched like the whole time. So we had that on. It. I think it was maybe TNT or and something. I don't know. It was just on at the gym, and I was like, at first I was like, what is this? And then I started, and I saw Sam Jackson's character, and I was like, oh wait, this is Django. <laughs> yeah. I haven't when seen they got this to forever. the the plantation, that's exactly where I picked. Yeah, up on and it. then we we watched it with commercials even, yeah. and I was like i forgot how good because i like inglorious bastards a mm-hmm. lot I love more Inglourious i think bastards. than Django. but then i remember i was like oh my gosh like this is such yeah. a good it was movie a great movie and uh the leo 
part. Like mm-hmm. I still, yeah, because cra- that's all true, right? That he had the blood on his hand and that was real. Do you remember hearing yeah, that story? Yeah, he said when he smashed something, it actually yeah. did cut his hand. But yeah, he like rubs it on Carrie Washington's face. Yeah, because he has. I, I was watching that scene closely, and uh, I think he like picked up a hammer or something, and it, it went on for a while before even he touched Carrie Washington. And it must have been then one take or maybe a couple takes, and he just ne- never like cleaned his hand. But he had blood everywhere. Unless they re-edited it to where, you know, yeah. that went back. But, yeah, he uh, – when he has blood all over his hands and he's, like, being so aggressive, like, with her face and everything, yeah. I'm like, holy crap. It's crazy to me that he didn't win supporting. Yeah. I don't know who won that year. So, was it or maybe Waltz? it was Christoph Waltz, yeah. honestly, for supporting because he won so. back-to-back maybe. So, yeah. That, yeah. that Sorry to – No, to, it's but, cool. Yeah, like, it was crazy totally. that we sat there and watched that. the whole mm-hmm. thing. I, and we picked up on the same spot too and I'm like, God, I need to go back and watch that whole thing. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I remember everything. I love the ending to that movie. Mm-hmm. I loved Inglorious Bastard. I actually totally. really liked The Hateful Eight even uh-huh. though it wasn't as popular. And then I'm looking forward to the Brad Pitt movie. Once Upon a Time Once in Hollywood. Tom, mm-hmm. Yeah, that he's got coming out. Um, With Leo so again. I yeah. get, and that's like one where it's like I already know it's coming out so I'm like excited for it. Uh-huh. And I, I will definitely like be in the theater like in absolutely that one too. <laughs> that one's a funny one because I dislike him so much as a person, but yeah. Yeah. but it, but his movies are so great, and I'm and I'm I'm with you. I get so excited about yeah. his movies. And Wes Anderson, obviously, like I there he hasn't done a single film that I have not liked. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I really just li- like them all. I don't know that I have a favorite out of all of them, yeah. but I super enjoy everything that he does, and I I get excited just for the name where mm-hmm. it's like Wes sure. Anderson's coming out with something awesome, like. So he's got to be in my top. I mean, I have, like, lesser ones. Like, I also think, like, Miyazaki is great, too. I like mm-hmm. all of his films. Like, he has, obviously, very specific style. But, like, mm-hmm. every movie he does is good. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done anything that's bad. Um, so you have to account that in there, too. Because, like, I mean, like what we were talking about. Like, some of these people, I'm like, oh, they've had some bad movies. Like, I put Tim Burton... But he has some things that I haven't liked. Yeah. But I, I do love his style. You know it's a Tim Burton movie. Um, I probably would put him in my favorites just because I like I like most of his movies. Yeah, he's another childhood one that I, you know, I mean, he did Batman and Beetlejuice mm-hmm. uh, and Edward Scissorhands that mm-hmm. I was into and uh, the just movies that I was so into as a kid. But, yeah. like, I don't necessarily get excited about his new stuff anymore. Though. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that again, that was the hardest thing. I think somebody from my two directors from my childhood that I do get sort of excited about. So I always get excited about a new Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's probably the director that I might just say is my favorite. But again, I don't, I mean, I probably like Spielberg movies more than mm-hmm. Scorsese movies, but he's so the one tricky. that I was like mostly thinking about when it's like, I can't write him down because I went through all the stuff he's directed. I'm like, I've seen maybe four of them. Uh-huh. Like I don't have a great enough idea of his body of work. I mean, obviously, like, yeah. Departed and Goodfellas and Casino. And, like, uh-huh. those were all great, but, like, all the other stuff I've not seen. Really? So There's some stuff, like, I saw Taxi Driver a few years ago, which, you know, I liked and appreciated for what it was, but is a movie that doesn't necessarily hold up that well. But mm-hmm. um, uh, there's a lot of his that I haven't seen, though, like Mean Streets is mm-hmm. supposed to be a great mm-hmm. one and I haven't seen, but, I mean... I st- I mean gangs. Of- I like gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. The Departed is- was has always been one of my favorites, and he he sort of opened me up to like a new world of movies. Like him and Tarantino, because I kind of discovered their movies around the same time. I think it was when The Departed came out, although that seems really late in my life because I was like two thousand six, I mm-hmm. think. But um, you know that those and Tarantino movies sort of opened my world up to a little more like violent crime films, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Um, but then also as a kid, I was really into Kevin Smith. But even he like. 
probably just because of how like prolific in general he's become in pop culture. Sometimes I don't really get that excited about a new. I mean, I'm excited about J, his Jay and Silent Bob reboot, as it's called, but um, I did. I just have an appreciation for his movies. I mm-hmm. guess like his style, even mm-hmm. just these really dialogue heavy you know, slacker comedies or yeah. whatever you want to call them. Although anytime he kind of went away from the Jansen and Bob thing never turned out as good, but right. You know. I really like a uh, director that I've fallen in love with recently. Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. I, I knew, really I knew his you'd body mention, of work. I knew you mentioned Steve uh, from, I think hunger was one that uh, really kind of got me into indie films. And that was actually one that I believe Kevin Wilmot may have showed in one of his classes. And oh, that's yeah. how I, you mean, you mean Oscar winner Kevin? Yeah, Wilmot? Oscar winner. Yeah, Kevin Wilmot. Um, and so, the, and then from there, um, I really love Shame. Yeah, uh, is one that for some reason I have a like a little place in my heart for Shame. Oh, well, Michael Fassbender, dude. I, well, I know he said and, he sang it correctly. I know. I, I know he said it. Yeah. It's because earlier I said it wrong and I got mad at myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like you know, Twelve Years a Slave. I haven't watched since it won the Academy Award. So brutal. I I think it's so hard to watch. Uh, but it is a fantastic film, and then I did enjoy Widows, even though mm-hmm. I mean it wasn't his greatest yeah. by any means. But I, um, I do think he's a fantastic filmmaker, and so I've kind of fallen in love with more, uh, I guess, indie director. I, would you call him an? Uh, uh, well, up until he won the Academy Award, I guess. Because Shane, no, was I mean, I don't, I don't think know. Twelve Years a Slave is an indie film. No, I don't, I don't think know Widows if is. I would. Consider. Maybe I'm just like latching on to his earliest, yeah. like hunger, indie, shame, indie. But then, um, yeah, I think when he did 12 Years of Slave, he may have done something in between. Um, but yeah, I think now he's because obviously Widows is not an indie film. Right. Uh, I also really like Richard Linklater, but that's another oh, yeah. one that like his new movie doesn't look that interesting to mm-hmm. me. And he's even had some, you know, movies that didn't go well. But sometimes like. You know, like a Scanner Darkly is a, such an interesting movie mm-hmm. with what he did with it, but Dazed and Confused is a huge part of my teenage yeah. years. You know, and it's so hard though because like you have maybe like two, three movies, and you're like, those were fantastic. True, mm-hmm. true. But he's he is his before you know before Sunset trilogy is so great. Yeah, I, love and I that think that's trilogy. why I can keep him in high regard is because of those and and even Boyhood for that matter. But the before trilogy and Dazed and Confused, I think specifically, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. keep him really high on my. That's kind of how I feel about like David O. Russell. I put him down because yeah. I really like a lot of his movies. I like his style. Um, Joy wasn't that great, but yeah, I didn't even see that one. Mm-hmm. But um, I love Silver Linings Playbook. But yeah, Silver yeah. Linings Playbook was good. American Hustle is okay. Yeah. Like I, I like what he does. I get excited when I know there's a new David O. Russell film coming out. Yeah. Um, <coughs> He's not one of my favorites, but sure. he's a notable one. So when I was kind of like, you know, just IMDb surfing or whatever, because I, I had directors in mind, but I, like I said earlier, there's just so many of these that I that were so influential on me growing up that I don't necessarily get that excited about anymore. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's like all these new, I feel like in the last maybe five years, if that, maybe three or four years, we're getting this really good crop of directors that are either just now coming out or just now yeah. getting opportunities mm-hmm. and stuff. Like Damien Chazelle, like Barry, Damien Chazelle Jenkins. Barry Jenkins. Yeah, Barry Jenkins I wrote down, Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig. Look, like, if, you, if you can come out of the gate in your first couple of movies with a very specific style, like yeah. I feel like Barry Jenkins has, like just his shooting style in general Absolutely. is just... And Damien Chazelle too, like... That's impressive. Yeah, because there are they're they're leaving their mark and they're just like their filmmaking style, Uh which Mm -hmm. I think is cool. Yeah. then the, there, I mean, there are indie directors like Lynn Shelton. I really like. She did Your Sister Sister. Yeah. I like that a lot. And 
which that style is very similar to like the Duplass Brothers movies, mm-hmm. who I also love and has been a big deal. I for watched me. Paddleton last night. Oh, was it great? How was it? I'll talk about that in our screen editor. Okay, good. I really I love Mark Duplass and Jay Duplass mm-hmm. so much. So I've and Jeff who lives at home is one of my favorites yes. in, in general now. I think and so in that like indie world, Lynn Shelton, the Duplass Brothers, and then uh, oh gosh, I had another one and then I just blanked. But anyways, yeah. those are like these directors that like now that are working mm-hmm. really heavily that mm-hmm. I get really excited about when they have something new. Uh, oh, oh, John Joe Swanberg because I really liked Drinking uh, Buddies and Digging for Fire and Win It All. Haven't seen any of those. Uh, Trey Edwards. Oh, Very, Win It All. Jake Gyllenhaal. No, or not Jake. Is Gyllenhaal. Win It Jake All Johnson. the one with Paul Giamatti? No, no that's Win Win. Yeah, Never mind. Win It All oh, is. Yeah. It was a. It was. It came to Netflix, but it, and I know that you have a weird feeling about movies that go straight to Netflix. But this, it's a uh, like Jake Johnson that. gambling. No, I movie. saw that. Oh, I liked yeah. that one a lot. I liked that. Yeah, a lot. that was good. I, didn't I, like, realize I, it was that I also, I also love Jake Johnson and uh, whatever he does something with. Fantastic yeah. actor. He's just so, so likable. Um, I also like the Coen Brothers a lot. I yeah. get mm-hmm. excited totally. for any Coen Brothers film, even though they've had some misses in there. But sure, it's weird because now we're talking about these. Like you mentioned. Tarantino and Wes Anderson and now the Coen mm-hmm. Brothers and I'm like of course the Coen yeah. Brothers should Brothers. be on our list why would it not all not mine even... have very specific Absolutely. styles mm-hmm. like... they're the Coen Brothers um I mean I, there's they have movies that aren't as good but like I still kind of mm-hmm. love them and because there's just this quirk yes. to them you know that mm-hmm. I love so much and, and they can be so violent too right. like I do love I liked the Inside Lewin so Davis a lot I did like that a lot it was I, such a great I movie. need a rewatch on that one which you I, didn't like that one right no, I love like the, the music is so like good, it. but I, I need to watch it again. Yeah, I loved that one so much. And I felt like, because I was late to it, and I don't remember why I was late to it, but we finally watched it, and I loved it so much. And at that time, I felt like other people did not like it that much, mm. and I was really confused. But yeah, I love that one. I mean, I'm still very confused by... Uh, the ending? No. Who's the guy? The actor. Fat oh. guy. What's his name? Roseanne. Oh, uh, uh, John Goodman. John Goodman's role. Yeah, yeah. I still don't sure. fully understand that whole thing. That's but. one I want to rewatch just because I haven't seen it in a while. But well, if I watch Pride and Prejudice and I like it, then Joe Wright might be mm-hmm. slipping in. Like, because I, I really I love Atonement. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't talk enough about that. But then he also did Nosedive, Nosedive Black Mirror episode with Bryce Dillis yeah. Howard, which I thought the filmmaking on that was. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Really good. Yeah. And maybe uh, you tell if me. If you don't that, like Pride and Prejudice, I'll be heartbroken. I'll be I, dis- I would be surprised if you didn't like it, especially if you're so if you really liked Atonement and you were into Joe. You, you know another movie. director um, that I just pulled up that I'm starting to enjoy. I mean, he's only done two movies that I've seen, but uh, Trey Edward Schultz, who did uh, It Comes at Night, mm-hmm. but then he did oh, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Krishna. Oh yeah, I Krishna. The, the that filmmaking movie. on that movie was. Oh so my gosh, good. that you were talking about that movie that Ugh. day. I told you I tried to talk to you and I felt like I was shut down. Oh, that's I'm what pretty it was? sure you were talking about that movie, but I hadn't seen it, so I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but I think that might have been the conversation you were having that I tried to weasel into. Mm-hmm. We were talking about first impressions of each other before the <laughs> podcast started. Apparently, I left a sour taste in Justin's <laughs> yeah. mouth because I was. I, rude I, to I felt him. shut down. And, <laughs> he was. I was having a conversation. Was I was having a conversation with somebody else at work uh-huh. about movies, and I was. And like, I didn't. I didn't movies. know yeah. who Justin was. Right, and I think that was the first. I think I had seen you around because you were doing topicals. I think. 
at the yeah. time or something, but I never spoken to you before. And then I didn't speak to you again until we were introduced by Kyle and stuff. <laughs> That's so funny. Which was several I months later. I can't believe I said something mean to you. I don't think it was that mean. It wasn't mean. It just came off cold. Because you probably said I like that movie and I was like, no. I don't know. I, I hadn't seen any of the movies you were talking about because it was Oscar season and I hadn't seen any of them yet. Mm. And I think that I was just like interested in one that you were talking about, but you that was one of the movies you ended up talking about in that conversation. That's so funny. Oh man, I wish I could go back. Uh, so yeah, I have a lot of, it's all these like new directors mm. that I hadn't seen before or am excited about because like, like I said, Greta Gerwig and Jer- Jordan mm-hmm. Peele, those are two directors yeah. that their new movies I'm going to be so excited about. Or now, now that I've seen Can You Ever Forgive Me and I'm going to look at it, Marielle Heller, yes. I think like I'm going to, she, well, she's doing the Mr. Rogers biopic, but I'm, that's one I'm going to follow now and be really excited about. Oh, she's directing that? Uh-huh. I'm oh, glad you brought good. up Greta Gerwig because I was like really wrecking my brain for like female directors that I yeah. like that I had seen multiple movies of. And I've seen lots of her stuff. And I, <laughs> well, she only directed one, but she's she wrote, written. She's written mm-hmm. a few. So I'm excited for her to direct more because I like her yeah. films. So Yeah, totally. And, and I like her as a writer a lot. Yeah. If I was going to do favorite screenwriter, she'd probably be in there too. In for the same sure. Way, which some of these directors are both like Tarantino and Jordan Peele. Yeah. And, you know, right. but um, shout out to Ronnie Howard. Yeah, I, I he's another one that's like always been around and I guess I like his movies, but mm-hmm. I don't think I would ever pick him as a favorite. I had to write him down because he's got so many big ones sure. that I really, really like. That's fair, so. man. So to make it a top five of directors is really hard. Yeah. But oh, uh, OK, this I, I just think she anything that she does is great. Okay, I'm just gonna say her name when you talk about female directors, Nancy Myers. Oh, See, I think I, anything Nancy was she, Myers. I thought does. she was more of a screenwriter, which is why I didn't write her down. I didn't know what uh-huh. she had directed. I think uh, she directed all of those yeah, movies. Yeah, let me too? let me pull up because I have her right here. Because so I was going seven. to write that down. I she was like, directed The Parent Trap. Okay, these are so seven movies that she's directed: The Parent Trap, What Women Want, Something's Got to Give, yeah. The Holiday, It's Complicated, Okay, The Intern. Well, I then, did never see that. Then I feel comfortable saying her too. I thought but she I was love, more of the screenwriter. I think she does. It's really yeah. good. I had the same realization about female directors though, because if you got if you kind of go back, I mean, we've had female directors for a long time, uh, but it just feels like even in the last several years we've we've had a boom because even because if you go back far enough it just feels like Catherine Bigelow I was going to say Catherine Bigelow is one and she is great absolutely but like she it feel it felt like for a while there she was like the the female director yeah (laughs) even though there were obviously a lot more but we are in a good period of like finally Mm -hmm. getting more I love that year yeah that she was up against uh James uh, that same year for Avatar uh Mm -hmm. Catherine Bigelow was up for she won that year I think she she won won that year yeah I thought it was really fun I was was like yeah screw James Cameron (laughs) even though James Cameron you know when you talk about Terminator 2 and True Lies I mean back then I love his movies his you know he's probably just a director that I love his movies but it wouldn't consider him a favorite director no nor would I get excited if I saw James Cameron on anything now like right. Avatar, well, obviously. if it was off of Avatar, I'd be my interest would be peaked. Mm-hmm. But his Akita and the B movie is doing really well. <laughs> what is oh that? yeah, yeah, whatever, the whatever hell it's that called. Akita. But Robert Rodriguez directed that one. But he, oh, really? James Cameron, wrote it. I think. Oh, gotcha. Because okay. it was like his passion project, and then he finally gave it up, and now Robert Rodriguez directed it. Um, I hate myself for saying this. Mm-hmm. I, I really do hate myself, but. I have liked all of Woody Allen's movies. Yeah. Well, it's in a similar way of how I feel with Quentin Tarantino. Like, I do love Woody Allen movies, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's frustrating that he's a creep. You know, mm-hmm. He's and, not just a creep. He's a 
evil person. He is a bad dude. But see, I, and I guess it's a little different because like Tarantino feels like a creepy guy and seems like kind of an ass. Mm-hmm. But it's still at least a different ballpark than Woody yeah. Allen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I agree. You know, He's, he makes good movies. Yeah. I love Annie Hall. And yeah. Man- Manhattan was really Manhattan good. Manhattan was really good. I like, um, Midnight, uh, in Blue Jasmine. Midnight in Paris. Good, I didn't yeah. see Blue Jasmine, but I wanted to. Oh, good. Blue Jasmine was so good. Yeah. It's but so yeah, it's 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 really sad when like I was the one person that didn't like Midnight in Paris when I saw oh, it. Oh, I love Midnight yeah, I didn't I understand. Lo- I, I think it. I we may have talked about this one time. I think my biggest thing was I didn't I don't I don't understand literature that well. Like I don't read in my free time. <laughs> and so I was like confused at who all these people were. Yeah. And so that's why I was like I've expecting like Fitzgerald. A... He did the Great Gatsby. Yeah. yeah. See? Cool. Yeah, he's in there. I know who Dr. Seuss is. Was he in that? Uh, no. Um, Hemingway was in so. there. He wrote things. Yeah. Um, Kubrick, I guess, is another one that uh, I, it'd no, be weird I'm to not, not throw out. Fan. But I, I mean, I love The Shining. See, I, I wrote Spike Jones down because I like his, oh, mm-hmm. his films. But he did a lot more directing of like music videos. He's done so He's done a couple. Yeah, but her really good I never saw her. Great. Did he? He directed John he, Malkovich. Being John Malkovich. Where the yeah. Wild Things Are, right? Didn't he? Think he did adaption. Adaptation. adaptation sorry adaption what the hell yeah i always got, i remember getting confused because i know like charlie kaufman wrote there was thing. some like yeah he had somewhere he wrote but didn't direct and then mm-hmm. somebody did direct and i get really confused on which is yeah, which. same you know when you mentioned wes anderson the funny thing about wes anderson was uh when i first started dating gretchen we rented moonrise kingdom from Redbox, and we turned it off after <gasps> 10 minutes. And this was before I really liked the, like indie films, and I was like, but I what is this? It it's not an indie film? I wouldn't call it an indie film. I don't know. I mean, it's not like a big budget blockbuster Moonrise movie. Moonrise was but... like one where it's like, I know the date that it's coming out, and I will be in the theater when <laughs> yeah, it did, and, and it did, and I, did, and I well, loved every minute so of it. So it's funny, because a lot of people I talk to, uh, they are or at least one person, I say a lot of people, one person, Nathan, for instance, I think he had said that uh, he didn't like Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, really? And I, that was one that I saw because of the Academy Award like nominations and everything, and I really loved it. Uh-huh. And so now that got me on the Wes Anderson train. So then when I saw Isle of Dogs, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so now I have to go back Have you and seen Rushmore? No. No. Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums have you seen? No. Life Aquatic with Steve. Oh, you, I have you're not missing seen, like a, any of the Fantastic I, Mr. Fox. I watched a little bit of that, but Gretchen said that it's amazing, and so I have to go back and watch it. What, so Fantastic basically, Mr. Fox? I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't. You're seen, missing out on a lot of Wes Anderson. Plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So clearly, I need a Wes Anderson yeah. lesson. Um, <laughs> what's the train one? Shoot, why did I just blank out on that one too? Oh, I, that's the one I. The that's Indian his, one, uh, Darjeeling Limited. Yes, Darjeeling. Limited. That's the that was really only one besides Isle of Dogs that I haven't seen. It's so pretty. Yeah. He's a director. Like I don't always get like super excited, but I, but but yet I do. It's a weird feeling. Like I don't know. I like Chris. Movie, you've though. got like seven Wes Anderson. Movies. Yeah, I know. So I, it's it's just funny that like I like Grand Budapest a lot. Yeah, but that's I feel like some people say that that's like not good compared to his other work. Well, a lot of I know a lot of people that actually either don't like his style or got tired of it. So I kind of wonder if like, you know, maybe that's an advantage you have because you weren't, Mm -hmm. you know, as into them or follow them or whatever. But I was too busy watching Disturbia and and Stomp the Yard or Step Up (laughs) during this time. I do own Disturbia. I haven't watched that in many, many years. You say you like movies. (laughs) Disturbia was, didn't Spielberg executive produce it or something? Yeah, I think he might have. How long have we been talking? Forty. Eight minutes. Oh, do we have time to do a screen it or screen yeah, it? Yeah, let's go for it. I can be fast on mine. Okay. Okay. Do you okay. have something, Chris? I do. Go. 
I have a, I have a scream it. Okay, go for it. Okay, my scream it is the fact that Can You Ever Ever Forgive Me came out this week, uh, and it is only on digital and DVD. It was nominated for three Academy Nominated. Awards. Nominated for three <laughs> Academy Awards, and they don't even decide to put it on Blu-ray. And so it was funny because um, I follow Can You Ever Forgive Me on Facebook, and it was my number three favorite film of the year. And so that's why I'm all upset. Uh, but it was funny because they posted on DVD and digital today, uh-huh. and all of the comments were, give me Blu-ray. Where's the Blu-ray? Like, uh-huh. everybody – like, I just don't get that concept. If you're going to maybe make Blu-ray and digital, sure, DVD should be the thing going away. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be Blu-ray. Yeah. And so yeah. to offer an Academy Award-nominated movie with two great performances, uh-huh. to not even put it in high definition or on Blu-ray – I mean, I guess you can buy the digital in HD – Sure. But not to sell a hard copy. Like, who buys DVDs anymore? Uh, I buy I do, Blu-rays. I do sometimes. No, it, uh, it depends on the movie and the prices. Mm-hmm. Like, I just bought Before Midnight recently, and mm-hmm. I went ahead and just bought it on regular DVD. Well, and see, and that, that's the difference, I think, is that, I mean, if you if you want to do that, a lot of things come in combos, like uh, combo packs of Blu-ray yeah. and DVD and digital. So that's fine, because there are cases sure. where you could buy a DVD, but people aren't going out there... I feel like buying a brand new DVD. They want a Blu-ray well, or maybe, they want to buy the DVD when it's cheap. Maybe it is going to be on Blu-ray and it just wasn't being advertised. Which is ridiculous. Which is weird, but maybe. So if they don't release that on Blu-ray, I'm going to be super pissed because I really enjoyed Can You <laughs> When is it supposed to be out? It's out now. Oh, it is. Well, maybe yeah. we should just run to Target and see. It's only on At DVD, eight, though. Eight in the morning. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He says it's only on DVD. It's not on Blu-ray. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's just not being advertised that way. Have you ever? Have you already been to the store and looked? I've Google searched. Oh, okay. and I but you only can saw see DVD. like on in the store, like when you Google like that. Yeah, weird. It pop up. That is so. Weird. That's why it's just funny that Bummer. I thought I was the one person upset about that, but I'm yeah. glad that everybody's commenting on there. And I did tweet them, and they have a Fox Searchlight or 20th Century Fox, and they didn't get back to me. Oh. So. Do you have a scream it or just a screen it? Yes, I have a screen it. <laughs> but, but do you have a scream it? I don't have a scream okay, it. Okay, oh. can I just go? Because I want to end yes, on your, good, on your yes. good thing. Go. They're making a... You remember Viewmasters as a kid? Yes. yes. They're making a, a Viewmaster movie. Why? What? I don't How does that know. work? Yeah. I don't know. That's stupid. Somehow they're incorporating it into the how we're all getting into virtual reality and whatnot. You know, somehow incorporating that together. I don't know, but it's so stupid. It's like... Let's take the Battleship board game and make a movie. Let's take the View Find the View Master and make a movie. I don't get it. So it's going to be a movie that you view that way, or it's a movie about? I think it's like a movie movie, and it's about the View Master or something. I don't know. What? I don't get it. It's so stupid. It's very weird. And Hollywood, why? Yeah. Yeah, Just Hollywood, why? why? Hollywood, why? That's really why? dumb. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, my screen it is, since we were talking about the Duplass brothers, I saw Paddleton, which is a Mark Duplass movie, well, mm-hmm. it's a Duplass brothers movie, and it's got Ray Romano in it, and Mark Duplass, and really nobody else, because it's just the two characters. <laughs> on Netflix, right? Um, it's on Netflix, and I cried. Wow. Yeah. Like, tears, cry, like, Which is so uncommon <laughs> for you to cry. I told you the things that I cry about. Uh-huh. Do- so, you, did you just give it away? Cancer. Well, it's about cancer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Because you see the previews and it's about cancer. Yeah, they, they're they pretty heavy on like, you can kind of see in a way where the ending is going. Am yeah. I, or, or do they surprise you? It's surprising. Okay. But it's so good. Okay, cool. And it's just like, I laughed a lot during the movie. Not mm-hmm. a lot, but like they, there's just some certain lines. Ray Romano delivers some lines. <laughs> just 
made me giggle. Yeah. Um, it's just a typical Ray Romano humor. Sure. And Mark Duplass is great in it. It's a combination of people I never knew I wanted. So good. <laughs> um, I highly recommend it. It's kind of slow moving, but and you don't really get like a lot more in depth on like who these people are, which I kind of bummed me out. I'm like, I don't really know much about them, but that's okay. Cause the story is kind of intriguing and weird and different. And it's just, I think it's worth checking out. Cool. Yeah. I great, really great acting. I really want really see great yeah. acting. I get I get excited. I do. Like I said, I, any Duplass, any either Duplass brother, if they're not, cause I know they're not directing together anymore. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, I don't want to say broke up. They've separated from right. direct directing, but anytime their name is on something, I get really excited. Yep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So yeah, check it out. It was good, and it's on Netflix. So it's not like it's that oh. hard to go see. That's right. Yeah. And if you want to tweet us your favorite directors or something, yes, do that. Yeah. Or at, at Screened On Spot. Or Nathan, since you're like one of the people that listen, you can just find us in the hallway. <laughs> I would not be shocked uh, to know what Nathan's favorite director is. Oh, I probably could guess, and I don't even know him as well. It's as you three do. letters. Hmm? Yeah. P- PTA. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Which I will admit, nobody, nobody even said that on this podcast. I will yeah. admit, I love Boogie Nights. Yeah, and, and I yeah. like Punch Drunk Love a lot. So he probably is a director that I, I'm always my interest is peaked when his movies come out. Mm-hmm. Punch Drunk Love is like Ryan's favorite. Are you really? telling like me that you don't, don't like care. the Phantom Thread? I the... don't like Phantom Thread, but I've and I've never seen The Master because that was that year that I missed a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I no, no, and I, I was working Snooze at the movie theater. Fest. Would you, quick question, would you go see a movie seven times in theaters? Because that's what Nathan did. Yes. It depends. No. Yes. No. Yes. What? What would you yeah, see? Yeah, what would you seven see? Seven times? Well, I saw the first Avengers movie four or five times in theaters. What? Really? Yeah. But I worked at AMC and got movies for free. Oh. Um, and then I saw, I mean, I saw Infinity War three times. That's uh, not seven. Right. But I also have a child now. If I had the time... A cert, certain movies, yes, maybe I would mm-hmm. see. Oh, I, I saw Inception three times. I saw Scott Pilgrim four times. So there's just wow. there are certain movies I see a lot. Seven. If I had the time, maybe I don't know. <laughs> what what new things are you going to see yeah. after the fifth time? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would see Ghostbusters in theaters th- seven times now, if I had the opportunity. No, I would not. Um, be I like, well, I've seen it for the year. I'm good. I can, no, I, I can recite every line. Certain still. movies yeah. that I rewatch, like, uh, you know, Back to the Future. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I just like but that many times in a row. A I Paul Thomas Anderson movie? No, I would not watch them one of like those. Even, back, e- even, even the ones I like. Even Back to the Future or, or Ghostbusters. It's like, I mean, you're not going to watch it. Seven days in a row, or even no, like skipping he, a couple. Did, days. Because, did, he, did he watch them seven days in a row? No, but over the course of what would that a be like? Months. Three months, like, two months, sure, three. Maybe I don't want to see the same movie. I pr- seven times. That'd be once months. every two weeks, right? I also, I mean, I have a toddler, and there are movies I have that I've seen a lot more than you're that. You're not sitting there like what you're. Yeah, that's fair. Some movies, yeah, probably, but not 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 those. I would want it to be a fun, fun movie. So a movie like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, no. If I'm but doing like, like rewatch, I could do like two, three times. Like, I mean, uh-huh. I've I've done that where it's like a movie came out this week, and so and so wanted to see it on this day, so I went that day or at a screener, and then so and so wanted to see it four days later, so I went again. Yeah, that's like two, three. But, like, I need some space, like, or else it's just, like, I just saw this. I yeah. know everything mm-hmm. that's going to happen, like, nothing new. Sure. Like, I can literally play the brain, play the scene that's coming up next in my brain. Like, what's uh-huh. the point of that? I don't know. Fun. Super sure. bad. I guess. I watched that one three days, or three times in a day. 
What? When it came out. I'm not even joking. Three times Three in a times day? Three times in a day in my fraternity house. I got up. Oh, my and I, God. I saw it in theaters, I think. Then I got it on uh, Blu-ray or DVD. And then I remember watching it with different, like, in the morning when I first uh-huh. got it. Then in the afternoon with some of my fraternity brothers. And then at night we drank and that watched it. That blows my before. mind that you could watch yeah. the same movie I love that. in a single day. There are a few movies I could do that in a single day. Nope. Can't do it. Okay. Kudos to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not me. I didn't mean to end it. I'm just oh. saying I'm, I'm I can't do that. Justin just had his headphones off. Yeah, I thought, so. we were, I thought that Did was you your think way I of ending like it. Shutting you down yeah. again? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Podcast over. Podcast over. I can't do that. Podcast over. Well, we can end it anyway. Okay. Because it's been like an hour. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. I have to go to work. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>